Welcome to the Meeting the Moment podcast, a show featuring stories by Stanford students about how they're meeting big moments in their lives. All of the students featured are fellows in the Office of Religious and Spiritual Life at Stanford. I'm Adeswa Agmoyla. Stories have the power to teach us and heal us, guide us, and even inspire us to change. Stories engage the big, unanswered questions we all face. That's what you're going to hear on this podcast. Stories of people making meaning of big questions. Each episode of the show corresponds with a monthly theme, and each story recounts meaning made of a challenging moment. It's April 2021. Our theme is Ancestry, and Luciana Frazal who's earning her Master's of Science for 2021, has a story about that. It's called The Alchemists. My favorite book was The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. It follows Santiago, a shepherd boy from Spain, on his journey to pursue a dream, his personal legend. On his journey, Santiago encounters every possible challenge. There are several points when he could easily give up or settle down, but he doesn't. Santiago even falls in love, a huge temptation that could derail him from his dream. But no, he keeps pursuing his personal legend. I was fascinated by Santiago's journey and amazed by how willing he was to go after his personal legend, no matter what. I admire that, even doing hardship, he never gave up. There is one person in the book who is essential to Santiago's ability to persevere. The Alchemist. Santiago meets the Alchemist on a caravan through the desert. This mysterious man helps Santiago see a life that is different and much bigger than what he can imagine for himself. The alchemist advises Santiago to leave the caravan he's traveling with and the woman he loves. In helping Santiago unlock his potential, he alchemizes the hero's life. During their time together, the alchemist tells Santiago something I never forgot. When you really want something to happen, the whole universe will conspire so that your wish comes true. My first alchemist was my middle school Portuguese teacher. She told me I was too smart for that school, 
that I should ask my mom to let me take the exam to get into a better one. My family was not a well-educated family. They never considered sending me somewhere else. That was just the school where everyone went. But my teacher told me something beyond my reality. And once I saw what was possible, I wanted it. My mom believed in my dream and found a course that helped the kids to prepare for exams. My interview with the course instructor went great until he told my mom the price. The course was expensive, a luxury for a low-income family like mine. When you are a single parent, there is no room for an extra expense. My mom told the course owner, Professor Evaldo, she couldn't afford for it. So he asked my mom how much she could pay. The amount she named was one-fourth of the course price. Then, Professor Rivaldo says something miraculous. Enroll her and pay what you can. She has potential. And if she doesn't get the score to get accepted, I will give you back everything you paid. The universe was on my side. I had met my second alchemist. Ultimately, I passed the exam and attended a better school. I spent the next 14 years working hard to chase my own personal legend of higher education and professional development, earning my bachelor's degree from a great university in Brazil. I had come a long way. Two years ago, I reached the new threshold of my journey when Stanford University accepted me to a graduate program. I was so excited, but there was a problem. The tuition for the two-year program cost $140,000. I had zero. Stanford gave me one month to decide if I would accept the offer, not knowing where or if I would get the money to pay. I said yes. In Brazil, we have just one scholarship program to fund a master's degree abroad. Even with a lot of competition, I was feeling confident. After all, I had already been accepted to Stanford against all the odds. I was convinced I would get the scholarship too. Then the answer came. Unfortunately, you were not selected. I was devastated. Not knowing what to do, I started sending emails asking for help. The recipient of one of the emails wrote back, asking for my phone number to talk. I gave my number immediately. As soon as I hit send, I got a call. The email recipient had told my story to a friend of his, a producer on the TV show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. It was the producer on the other end of the line. We love to support education, he told me. Do you want to come on the TV show to try to get the money for Stanford? This game show was the solution. The universe was conspiring to help me again, connecting me to my next alchemist. I was sure of it. 
with no other options, and my whole future depending on this opportunity, I say yes. E a nossa primeira desafiante de hoje vem do Rio de Janeiro. Ela chama Luciana Frazão. Bem-vinda ao. I was terrified. I had no other way to fund my studies. It had to work. Tudo bom? Prazer. Prazer. Tudo bem? Por favor, tome seu assento. Você é Luciana. Quem veio com você? I needed 500,000 Brazilian reais to come to Stanford. Espero que você consiga chegar a Stanford, você vire uma belíssima engenharia, engenheira mecânica. mecânica de energias alternativas ou Você ainda falou Paraíba. Eu falei tudo. I left the TV show with 50,000, a tenth of what I needed. Dá um beijo, obrigado, Luciana. Foi um prazer enorme. Vai com Deus. That's when I gave up. I had tried everything, even competing on a game show. It was the end for me. My mother was devastated too. As my depression worsened, she watched her daughter getting sick for something she didn't even know how to pronounce correctly. She had no idea how she could help, so she did something simple. She started to talk about me everywhere, to anyone, in case someone miraculously offered a solution to my problem. During a work event, she started telling a doctor about my search for a scholarship. Another man was standing by. Overhearing the conversation, he came over. Are you talking about Stanford? He asked. My mom started the story all over. The man interrupted her. So did she accept it? My mom told the man to ask me himself. I was at the event too. The man came over and asked if I had said yes. Confused, I told him I had. Then he simply said, You are going to Stanford. I'm helping you. The man told me his story. I was the only Brazilian accepted to the Stanford GSB in my year. I badly wanted to come. Only one problem, I couldn't afford it. But I knew there was a businessman in Brazil who owned an investment bank and sometimes gave loans to his employees hoping to get MBAs abroad. I was able to meet him. I was not one of his employees, but still, I made my case. And this businessman, Georgia, agreed to give me a scholarship for my first year, not from his bank, but from his personal account. I said, Georgia, I won't be able to pay you back anytime soon. He said, no, no, I don't want you to pay me back. I want just three things. One, keep me informed about your classes and your progress. Two, Help somebody in the future the way I'm helping you. And three, before you accept any full-time job offer, come talk to me. The man finished his story and said this. When you have the chance, and I know one day you will, I want you to help someone the same way I'm helping you. Here was my third alchemist. <music> I'm so grateful to this man for supporting me in my personal legend. 
but I'm even more grateful that he asked me to help someone else. Giving me this duty alchemized my life. I belong to a lineage of dreamers, of people being helped and helping someone else. A heritage. We are connected by the dream of pursuing something beyond our own reality. Each of us taking our turn as Santiago. And that's what ancestry is really about. Someone is starting something that is so meaningful, it gets passed on through generations. Ancestry is what you look back on and feel proud to be part of. Something bigger than you. A few months before finishing my journey at Stanford, I received an unexpected email. It was a customary follow-up from an acquaintance. There was a small detail at the end. Two lines about a girl from a low-income family in Brazil. She had been accepted to Princeton, but she needed the money to attend. My acquaintance ended the email by asking if I knew anyone who could help her. I told him I did. Me? I thought of all the people that I have met at Stanford who have been amazed by my ability to achieve the same way I was amazed by Santiago when I read about him. They also admired what my alchemist did for me. I knew I could connect this girl to people who would want to help. When I told my community about this girl, who was so similar to me, they embraced the opportunity to support her. Oi, meu nome é Maria Luiza, eu tenho 18 anos. Em março de 2020, eu fui aprovada na Universidade de Princeton para cursar Engenharia Mecânica e Aeroespacial. In just five weeks, we raised the money to pay for all four years of her college tuition. The time to fulfill my promise had come. I am someone else's alchemist now. This episode of the Meeting the Moment podcast was produced by Alessandra Wollner. Our music is by Lee Rosevear. The Meeting the Moment program and this podcast are hosted by the Office for Religious and Spiritual Life, or ORSL, in collaboration with the Stanford Storytelling Project and the LifeWorks Program for Integrative Learning. Meeting the Moment, which grows out of ORSL's Rathbun program, includes a student fellowship, a one-unit, community-focused, repeatable course, monthly public programs, and a growing list of curated resources for the Stanford community. Special thanks to Dean Tiffany Steinwert, Jonah Willinghans, Emma Master, and the LifeWorks Program for Integrative Learning. To learn more, Google Stanford Meeting the Moment.